I was, I uh, almost just sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game. <laughs> Take me out to the ball. Did you hear um, the, actually, I think it was Normani, if you're familiar with her from mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Fifth Harmony. She sang, uh, they made up like a, they did a release of Cracker Jack called Cracker Jill as part of like Women's History Month. This was like love at. maybe a couple of years ago. And she sang a song. She sang Take Me Out to the Ball Game, but like somehow made girl. <laughs> Actually, why? You know what I think would hit much better yeah. these days is okay. if. Um, is if we had celebrities singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game at the start instead of the start, you know, the, the national anthem. Yeah, true. Do they still sing it's the national easier. anthem? Yeah. That is every ba- so crazy. Start of every fucking baseball game. The Eugene Emerald, I say, fine, I'll stand up. It's that really is annoying. so crazy. First of all, yes, to your point, it is a very difficult song to sing. And like it's a bad the song. arrangement of it. It's a bad song. And then I have to, st- I, you know, sometimes I'll sit, but sometimes in, in Oregon, I'm like, actually, everyone here is carrying a loaded gun. No, I, it's like, um, so like when I go to mass, I don't take communion. And I'm always like, they're going to stone me after this. Yeah. Well, both things are true. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast. Um, and today we're going to talk about rats. Today so. we're talking about rats. Actually, I, this, this, is, this might shock the listeners, but I actually never got my first communion because I, it was the year, the year that you get your first communion. It's like in second grade. Um, my parents were getting divorced that year, so they both forgot to sign me forgot. up to, for the classes. And so I never got my first communion. And I so technically I I don't take communion and I shouldn't. So it's kind of an interesting fact about me. That's crazy. I know. What and no one thought maybe let's just like sign her up late. Circle back next year. I think then they were like, I don't know, like maybe they were like, she's stained by our divorce. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the thinking was. Damn, dude. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah. And actually also, did you know my parents, technically my mom got the, that marriage annulled. So technically they've like, in the eyes of the church, they were never married. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that's some so Catholic like lore about me. Child yeah. <laughs> that's some Catholic lore about me. Damn. See, you know, you can be friends with someone for five years and then learn something new. Yeah. That's that's a that's special. Yeah. It's really special stuff. <laughs> really special stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, do you have any service stories for our <coughs> listeners? Yeah, sure. Well, I tweeted about this and I already recounted it to you, but this is just, it's top of mind for me today. Oh yeah. Which please. is that there's a little like you know, fussy little charcuterie shop near my house. Sorry, say the my- slur. <laughs> say the slur. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just getting this. My landlord is in my house talking to my roommate, and I'm like, "What are they talking about?" Okay, um, getting nervous. Um, yeah, but anyway, so I go there not frequently. I would say like maybe once a month to get a little treat. And mm-hmm. last night I had a little fondue dinner with a friend. So I had to go there for some cheese, some cured meats, whatever. 
I love the guy at the cheese counter because he's very competent. That's very attractive to me. He just yes. knows about cheese and meat. He knows his fromage. His fromage. And so, anyway, wonderful. And I, so I have a little crush on him, but it's nothing uh, that affects my life at all. Anyway, okay. I was getting a bunch of stuff yesterday, so we had like many opportunities. We were chatting a little bit back and forth. Yeah. And uh, and then at the end of it, he said, you know, I hope you enjoy your fondue party. And I said, thank you. And then I said, I hope you enjoy. And then I was like, fuck, I don't know what his life is like. So I said, the holiday tomorrow, which is MLK Day. <laughs> and he said, thanks. <laughs> because it's definitely thanks. not the kind of holiday <laughs> people really say that about. Yeah. Kelly was saying like, oh yeah, did you, are you going home for the holiday? Are you traveling? Are you traveling for the holiday? Are you worried about COVID? What's your family like on COVID for the holiday? Are you doing sort of like a more traditional MLK day or is it like a friend thing? I hope that you have fun though, whatever it is. Yeah, just be safe and have so much fun on MLK day. Oh my God, so embarrassing. Anyway, that so. is real funny. Love my life. Um, I literally was like, I, <laughs> I was like, what am I? <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, my service story. Oh, by the way, I did pick up a shift somewhere soon, so I will have a, Ooh, a service story. Okay, I'm excited. Tales, tales from the crypt for me, but um, but I went to, I went to a dive bar recently and a true dive bar not like one that like college kids are like this is kind of it's divey yeah it's like yeah no it's like i walked up to the bar to get just like a beer because i would not order anything else except a beer and a shot at a dive bar obviously there were like three cocktails ahead of me ordered by like the most dubious of people just being like I'll have a perfect Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I was like, here Interesting. You will? Fascinating. You will? And so that guy who had a, I watched her make it. I was like, that is not going to be good. The free pour Manhattan. Perfect Manhattan, un- too. Like, I think you could free pour a regular, you know, just. Yeah, it just accounts. Yeah, yeah it's whiskey not- sweet, but the balance yeah. of dry and sweet. Like- bold move sister but um <laughs> absolute respect stirred it you for like absolute respect stirred it for two seconds well, so i was like yeah <gasps> um with the like red topped spoon you know yes the, yeah definitely the ones that cut your hands open when you're using them yeah um anyways i was like this is insane and then like 20 minutes later i watched that guy <laughs> From halfway down the stairs that go up to, like, where people play pool, mm-hmm. he, like a prima ballerina, he spun down the stairs, fully falling, like, falling but <laughs> spinning perfectly on his feet. Like, spinning. Wow. And caught himself on the banister at the very end and, like, dismounted. I was like dude wow incredible footwork yeah like a buster keaton vibe (laughs) (laughs) and then that guy was there the rest of the night and i was like 
damn, damn. really should not be here but um you did catch yourself you Rebecca. did You'd catch fallen. yourself and i gotta give you that and i gotta give you that um and then some this guy playing pool heard me talk about union stuff and he said are you guys workers and i was like yeah we're workers what do you do sir what's your line of work you know i'm like i'm not trying to nerd out about labor right now i'm just chatting yeah anyways nice guy yeah Anyways, nice just, guy. A, just, nice guy. Nice guy. No, no, a sweetheart. I'm just like, just it's just a weird approach. We don't, we don't need to do that right now. Yeah, I um to each other. Yeah, I definitely understand. I think it's like it's a way of signaling like we're all speaking the same language. You know. Okay, so you're saying I'm an asshole. No, I'm not saying you're an asshole. Oh my god, it's literally like. Well, I just think about it in the context of like I because it sets my teeth on edge too literally on the apps I'm always swiping away and so many men are like either say like BLM a cab I'm interested in labor I'm a leftist da, 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 da. and I'm like that is so weird that that's something you like say to attract a mate like I find it so <laughs> mate what, what are you fucking Jordan Peterson <laughs> okay that's how I fucking feel um and it's it's just so weird to me that it's like like obviously if I was thinking about settling down with someone, their politics would be important to me. But like, yeah, you're trying to, it's so it's, it's, I guess it's weird that it's become sort of the, the lengua franca to say like, I'm, I'm cool. Is like, I'm a leftist. Yeah, I guess I I don't, I, I, yes, I think that's really what I was getting at. It's fine to start up a conversation with somebody if you hear them talking about union labor or whatever. And you are also interested in that. That's not lame. I just like, it's more just the way this person yes. did it that I was like, maybe there's another way to get into a conversation right. about this. Like, did you but, just you know. see that guy spin down the stair? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, seems like there was a lot to kind of discuss in that bar. This guy's hammered, right? I wonder what he does for a living. Let's talk about it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think that guy does for work? Just say that. <laughs> Let's, let's do kind of some speculative fiction. No, it's fine. You know what? Dorks and sweet nerds don't know really how to do this. No, in, it's absolutely true. In, a, in an elegant way, and I should be more. Did I ever tell not you be a about, jerk about it? <clears throat> in college. So imagine me 10 years younger, so much worse. No, can't. No, I won't. Um, absolutely getting wasted at a Mexican restaurant, screaming cool. at the top of my lungs about Woody Allen. As you um, and a man this is in Indiana in like a weird rust belt town in Indiana this man as he was leaving the restaurant came up and was like hey can I say something to you and I was like sure let it rip and he was like so you're very wrong about Woody Allen he actually <laughs> lived across the park from Mia Farrow and he had nothing to do with raising Sunyi and like this man in Indiana was like I'm gonna I feel the need to correct this young woman about isn't that weird? It is really interesting. <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's the the Woody Allen effect. The Woody Allen effect, and this is pre pre me to Obama years. The people who chose to defend Woody Allen under President Obama—that's uh, <laughs> insane. 
That should go in your fucking hinge bio. <laughs> if you chose. To... <laughs> no, I'm not on hinge. Are you kidding me? Or whatever it is. I don't know. What if people are on? I thought you were on hinge last time I checked. Uh, yeah, I probably was, but. Oh, okay. Didn't no pan moms. out. Didn't pan out. Really? All right. Um, I don't know what, you know, what people just go on TikTok now, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for, a, I'm looking for a boyfriend on TikTok. <laughs> the guys who were like, I love stretch marks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? I just Google like, um, I Google curvy wife. I'm looking for the guy yeah. who's like, I yeah, love my curvy, curvy wife. wife. Yeah. And I just go, has anyone kind of. Is anyone looking for that? Does anyone want to do a duet? Yeah. Do at me if you're looking for a curvy one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Topic. Topic. For the show. Rats. <laughs> Did you like that? Folks, it's rats, as was previously alluded to. <laughs> um, more specifically, uh, exterminators, and this is related to restaurants in that they have rats. <laughs> they and, uh, got rats. <laughs> you've got a restaurant; it has rats um, in New York City, anyways. So um, they are, you know, we live together as as brothers and sisters, and uh, we have to find ways, you know. I don't know to exist to exist together yeah i think it's it's yeah it's i mean as often is this is related to restaurants in the meagerest way but trash rats mice it becomes such a huge part of your life in a restaurant when you work in a restaurant i know yeah and also i think that everyone says that what pushed the rats to the current like kind of crisis point is that at the beginning of COVID, when everything was like truly shut down, the rats yeah. went crazy. And they're like, they're bedeviled in a way that they have not been. <laughs> Did we do an episode on rats during COVID? I don't I, th- I think we must have. I mean, you had such a special relationship with your exterminator. Vinny, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that we did, though. I, I think I would have remembered. So, anyway. guys, if we've already done this subject, I don't know, COVID, I don't know. Yeah. We both have long COVID. Um, as do all these rats, I guess, because <laughs> they, yeah, so they, they exploded in, in New York during COVID, which I, I don't know if it's like, I guess I guess it makes sense. Like, COVID changed every other like, aspect, pattern yeah. and, like, so, but, but I'm like, I, I just trying to think, I'm like, okay, why were they running rampant if we were all, I guess because we were inside, but there's no restaurant. Yeah, like, I think trying, it just like, changed the the way that trash was disposed of, it must have been, because yeah. also for non-New York listeners, in a lot of places, obviously there are such things as trash bins, which is not a trash can. A trash can. Um, (laughs) uh, Not really a thing in New York. Um, In New Mm -hmm. York, you just literally take the bags of trash and you just put it on the street and they come and take it. And it it is a fully insane system. No, it's completely bonkers. And I guess the idea is that the rats won't simply get into the trash, but they obviously do. Yeah. I think the thought is, yeah, like it's, on the street for less hours because there's no bins and you can't be like like in 
where other places I've lived, like in Chicago and in Kingston, it's like you you have the bin and you take the trash out to the bin out, like, throughout the, the yeah. yeah throughout the week, and then one day you take it out. Yeah, and it's yeah. like in New York, there's daily trash pickups, but it's on the street. It's so weird. Honestly. No, it's very crazy, and I'd never really thought about it that much you know obviously i'm not thinking about like how we pick up our i'm like whatever um but this has come up in a lot of these recent articles about the increase in rat population and it seems in their mannerisms and <laughs> yes in, in in some other way they've been altered uh it seems like um i feel like they're, they're having like a hyper they're in like overdevelopment or hyperdevelopment because the exterminator, this was uh, an interview with an exterminator on Curbed in New York Magazine. He was like, a rat's lifespan is one year, which I didn't realize. Um, but I thought it was longer. Um, and okay. they are learn. they're like, yeah, they're, they're learning quickly and they have become bolder and they have become kind of super predators almost (laughs) yeah so this this article uh adrian uh quinlan uh spoke to this guy uh diodato matt diodato who's you know he's been doing this for i don't know 40 years or whatever um and he it's talking about how he like he has this thing that it's, it seems like I'm like is this like an ad for this like pest management system? But basically, he shoots uh, carbon monoxide into rats' nests um, and they die. Um, and then if they do if they do sort of he blocks all the exits because he can see where the smoke's coming out. And then if they do exit the one exit, they he stabs them with a little pitchfork. Yeah, that is so crazy. <laughs> Um, and they were like, well, that's ruthless, but efficient. And he's like, it's efficient. It's efficient. Yep. That's it. That's all I have to say. I mean, like he says, so so the, they ask like, what's the rat situation right now in New York city? And he said, I've never in my 39 years seen the rat population explode like this. We're almost overwhelmed with it. Um, and so he says like their territory expanded because they had to search for food and there's endless harboring. So, you know, the the, the tents and the sheds. Uh, I I actually, now I'm thinking, like, people probably weren't using their car. Like, they're yeah. in their homes. They're not commuting. So their cars are just sitting there. And they're going inside the cars. And, like. And there are so many more cars. So many people bought cars right. during COVID. And they go in the cars. And they, they nest in the cars. And this has been a thing because there's also a tie-in which is very funny, to Mayor Adams. Who, our noble mayor. Our great leader uh, who has had a complaint against his building, which is infested with rats. Yes. Um, so there's a whole tie-in. He's on the rat problem. They've listed a director of rodent mitigation position. Yeah, um, that became a popular and, TikTok sound. Uh, the rats are going to hate this announcement. We all know it. Yeah. Which the rats are going to hate this announcement was just that you can't put out trash before 8 p.m. It's like the rats don't care, actually. Yeah. And this exterminator guy who I would like trust with my fucking life. 100%. I would let him do surgery on me. (laughs) (laughs) 
professional in one area to me a professional in every area i mean you are a professional you are doing yeah why you're doing a great job here why wouldn't that translate you have your little pitchfork yeah come on um yes uh but he uh he's like it's not gonna work like they're saying oh put out the trash four hours later there's four hours less for the rats to get into the you know that we're gonna get bins he's like the bins aren't realistic the bins aren't gonna happen where are you putting the bins on new york's in new york city streets it's like too expensive they're gonna get stolen like there's a million fucking it's not gonna work um which obviously i trust this man because he knows his he knows his rats and his trash Mm -hmm. um but it's like I don't know what my point was. Fuck. Just uh, Eric Adams it's is just, a fucking idiot. I don't. I mean, like, yeah, no. I mean, I, it's just point? interesting to me that like I'm like you're fucking up everything so fucking hard. You're making horrible, horrible, like legislative, like yeah. And you're focusing on rats because question like it's like a it's something people see and they're mad about the crime stuff's not really panning out anymore right I'm exactly like, they didn't people didn't really fall for the crime stuff so this is kind of funny i guess i don't know like i don't know it's kind of like a fun pr angle you put out a t you put out a t-shirt that's 50 dollars with the rat thing oh, i mean so like, disgusting i actually no i know he's really awful we need to get um, um we need to get a wilfred into the adams house into gracie manor Remember Wilfred, and he no. controlled all the rats. Oh yes, Chris Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, we need to get him on the case. Get him. Get him up to Gracie Manor. I think I think Crispin Glover uh, is probably down for some work. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's getting a ton right now. Um, I told you I saw him live. Uh, no. In, yeah, it um in Cambridge when I lived in Boston. What and he like doing a one man show? He was, what was it? It was like, maybe he put out like a book of poem, or he was just talking about his movies. It was like, it was like an evening with Chris, you know, it was yeah, like him yeah, at yeah. the local movie theater. And basically he got, just told us, um, he was really upset about Back to the Future 2 and talked about that for a while. Wow. And um, yeah, he was really, he didn't agree with the messaging. He like dropped out he, or he was like, I'm not going to do this movie because it's like pro, you know, consumerism. And then they used his image as like a hologram and he tried to sue them. And it was like a whole thing. He got really heated about it. Um, Wow. A really, really fucking weird, cool dude. Yeah. I mean, I believe that. Like a face like that, it's like it shapes, it does shape your life. (laughs) And yeah like there's no it's kind of like you know that thing of like great stories happen to those who can tell them it's like Mm. you're gonna have a storied life with that face there's no other way and i think the next chapter is in gracie man (laughs) yeah is in murdering eric adams um (laughs) Um, yeah i which i uh had a small bit of this and we texted a little bit about it at the time uh in mexico city i was reading about trash collection in taiwan in taipei Mm -hmm. Um, but it's in the whole country too. They have basically trash trucks that come down and there's like a little sound. And in Taiwan, it's for Elise. And in Mexico city, it was just like a guy with a bell and they do like daily trash collections and you just have to come out and bring your trash. So there's literally no trash on the street. And, 
um, in Taiwan, they were like, um, it's like a huge part of the country's, I mean, who knows? It's the New York Times reporting on it. So they're like, those Asian freaks. But um, (laughs) that they, like, it's a big part of the country's identity. And it's like, because everyone has to do it. And it's just a daily thing. And they were talking about, like, people have, like, couples have met and gotten married in the trash. It's like a way of also, like, you know all the trash. Because you have to wait. Because they they make you separate all your trash. Like, it's like recycling, trash, food waste. And so it takes, like, 20 minutes. Like you go in the line. Couples have met, gotten married from meeting in the I trash see. line. That's you cute. know all your neighbors. There's And they, they said a lot of gossip happens, like neighborhood gossip. I, I said, what's in the trash? Yeah. If this, I was like, we, we have to bring this to New York. Can you imagine? Oh, so fun. Damn. I mean, I think that would solve a lot of um, a lot of issues with like community and yes. connection. And we could say, "Hey, what's your rent? Let's talk about it later." You know, that's why they don't want it to happen here. It's <laughs> too fucking radical and dangerous. It's too dangerous. It would, yes, the the, the way that it would that change. Would be yes, the gentrification narrative, huge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. huge. All right, everybody, you know what to do. Um, we just start a program, you know, street by street, street block by block. And we're going to buy our own fucking, you know, corn syrup, you know, run ban or whatever people do. You know what I'm talking about? No. Instead of they like convert. (laughs) No. They convert, you know, like a, like something that runs on gas, but they're like now. Oh, it's on ethanol. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. I remember okay, that start, West Wing This episode. is a workshop phase. Yeah, so we're this still is in. Kind of like, yeah. This is, we are just kind of imagining a world. Imagine you know, a world. No... I just truly think it could be so powerful and so great. And also, like, they were talking to people, even the people who don't like it, they're like, it really, you have to structure your day around it because otherwise. Well, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, what time, like. I would love to, to. be home? Yeah. It would be so like, funny to just like randomly have to like run home to take care of your trash. You're like, it's like jury duty or voting. Like you're at work and you're like, sorry, <laughs> gotta, gotta go. go. This I get this paid time off. And it really would, you know, like it makes it, you have to live in one of those 15 minute cities. Like you have to, because you have to be like, ah, I gotta get home, take out right. the trash. Like I couldn't be commuting to Manhattan every day. Certainly not. Mm-mm. Not with this trash system we're about Not to with this trash everybody. system. <laughs> yeah. And I and we will be. And we will be. Um I also sorry, just real quick back to this interview. Mm-hmm. Um yes. the just want to say that one of the examples so like this Donato guy was also asked I just said Donato, but that's not his name. Um uh it is Diodato. Uh the Curtis uh, Silwa, Silwa cat stunt is like that's connected to it's just everything about this is a fucking circus except for this dude who is like taking care of business across the fucking city and it's like I, I don't know how much this guy makes but I hope it's a lot because he's fucking one he's doing more work for the betterment of New York City than 
either of those two men combined. I mean, and the know. entire police force, and obviously they should. Yeah, fucking budget cuts. Oh to my god! This one dude. If you could replace, I mean, that's also imagine the world we could have without the NYPD trash collection. <laughs> the trash collection we could have without the NYPD. You're back on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm back on I it. I mean, I'm back on it. You're back on it. Yeah, Lillian, I am back on it. Just uh, trying to make the yeah. world a better place. Oh, yeah, yeah I am. I'm still I guess, thinking like, about well, it. Oh, yeah. Am I back on it? I'm back on it. That's not something I can really like walk away from. <laughs> Maybe that's easy for you. Not for me. Not for me. Um, okay, compartmentalize that. Okay. Um, no, also, yes, Diodato, to his point, my cat caught a mouse the other day, and he, they, if they are well fed, they don't eat the rats. Also, the rats would kill the average house cat like i know for a damn fact if, if if there was a confrontation between a rat and my cat sebastian is not coming out alive they've gotten quite large too i think so these rats so i've heard or that was at least that the lore going around during covid where they're like they're triple the size i'm like i don't know maybe we're all just kind of like having a, hot, a tough time right now and the they rats do seem bigger. quite large An, another friend has a one of those um what kind of dog is that it's like it's, it's like a asian kind of dog i don't know uh, shiba inu oh sure. oh my god those are so cute yeah he's really cute um he he they have a little backyard and he caught a rat in his mouth and they said that he had like scratches and stuff all around his mouth no because the rat was fighting no no fuck (laughs) i mean just the very idea as we i've said this before but the idea that if a if a rat is if you corner a rat that they'll jump at you i'm like it's dude i have i scream like a cartoon woman every single time i see a rat on the street it crosses one did run into my foot the other day when i was walking no and i no i i did scream i screamed i screamed it's just human it's just it's like you are it's just part of our dna it's how we work it's like no it's that you are supposed to scream it's the way they, I mean, okay, what's scary? Oh my God. Fuck. It's so <laughs> fucked. They are so scary. They and that so is also scary. why this man is a hero. Like to just be like, yeah, I smoke them out of their homes and then I kill them with a pitchfork. It's like, you have, you are the Ubermensch. You've like overcome your yeah. biological yeah. imperative yeah. to get you out. You really have. And I know they're screaming when you do that. Oh my God. Like, you know they are. And they're out in public. Like, this is in the streets this guy's doing this. I mean, like, Christ. You think he has little baggies for them? Like, how does it work? Oh, my God. I have no idea. No, my God. Yeah. I mean, exterminators, I was looking up, like, average salaries. There's actually, like, a, of course, a subreddit. So I was kind of peeking around. Um, typically not a unionized job, which is surprising. To, I'm like, that, sh- that should that be. That should definitely be unionized. Um, they don't make a lot of money, but I bet you this guy makes a lot. I bet you in New York, if you're a fucking good exterminator, because there's just, it's not like a seasonal pest control thing. It's like every damn day there's something to do. So I bet you, if you, yeah. you want to be an exterminator, move to the big city. Move to, you know. Yeah. I think you can work you, cut you out for you. Here. Um, 
I would definitely, that is surprising to me also because like, like a lot of those, the dirty jobs, if you will, the, Mm. you know, your HVAC, your plumber, like it's also that, that it's like people are kind of in a hostage situation at that point. So you can, you can do power. Yeah. You have power. I mean, if you have a rat infestation, especially as a restaurant owner, it's like you will do anything and it's an immediate emergency. Like, obviously. I mean, God, we had, when you've seen, not rats, but mice on on the floor of a restaurant when I was working and I was like, okay, uh, what do I do here? Like, mice, it's turn the lights down lower. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's like, I mean, it's also that, that like, as a guest to like, when I see a mouse, like, I'm just like, I don't know. Some like, sometimes people will like kind of flag you and be like, just so you know, I saw a mouse. And it's like, okay, well, this is a hundred year old building in New York city. (laughs) So what do you think is going on? Like, we're not doing Ratatouille. He's not part of it. We didn't invite him. He's not part (laughs) of it, but he's here. Trust me, madam, he is not in the kitchen officially. He is but a passerby. <laughs> like, it's like if I see a mouse, if I see ants, I'm going to be pissed and I'm leaving the restaurant. Really? You draw the line at ants? Ants, I'm going to draw the line. Mice, fine. Interesting. I think roaches are a, a cutoff. I had a flashback to... Roaches are so disgusting. I would rather have... I'm like, I would rather have a rat infestation? What am I saying? I don't know, though. Maybe. I think it goes... Mice is best. I mean, obviously, nothing is best. No infestation is good. (laughs) Then mice. Then I guess flies. Ants. And flies. Oh, you go ants, flies. I would rather have flies. Ants don't bother me. They're little and you just brush them off. I think that's because you're from the south. To me, they're so creepy and gross. They're everywhere. From the, in the south? south. What do you yeah, mean? They're, cultural... they're all over. Yeah. The sweet tea is flowing <laughs> and the ants are crawling all over the walls. Welcome to the south. <laughs> that's how I feel. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, ants don't bother me at all. Um, at all? They're so gross. No, it just, they don't register as, they're just so tiny. Like, especially the ants in your house, they're just so fucking tiny. I don't know. I think that's part of what is disturbing to me about them is like, I'm like, ooh, I never know. I never know where you are, you creepy little ant. What about spiders? Uh, Spiders are fine. Spiders are fine to you? I mean, if I had like an infestation of spiders, (laughs) like if they were like kind of trying to take over the house, I'd be bummed. You've seen the movie Arachnophobia. Okay. No, Could I happen actually. Oh my god. Oh my god. Great. My first PG thirteen movie. I stayed awake for like four days after I saw it. It was so scary to me. My brother um, has pretty severe arachnophobia, so I feel like it never entered the home. Wasn't in your home. Um, okay. Yeah. But then um, roaches, roaches and rats. Yeah. Rats are worse. They're, they're rats worse. are definitely worse, be. but roaches are so gross. Luckily, I've never lived or worked anywhere with a true roach infestation like i have the i've had the thing of like you know you want to see the big roach and i've seen the big roach and but you want to see the big roach. well that's what people always say is like if you have a big roach that's actually a good sign because it's okay. actually the small Just roaches pa- means that they're breeding 
and they go, oh god and Fuck. that's what's bad so if you see a big roach it's like it's just a it's just like a big daddy just walked in it's a friendly guy it's like he's on his way for a little cheese he's you know he's wimpy basically <laughs> yeah he watch. is he's i'll pay um i'll pay you tuesday, tuesday for um well yeah i don't know it's all god it's so fucking disgusting the way we have to live but it's also i will say like as soon as there's a tipping point it's kind of like how like the dose makes the poison like there's a tipping point because i remember too like something that happens in the midwest is like you'll get tons of ladybugs and it's like a late one ladybug is cute when you have in between the window and the screen like a whole horde mm, they become yeah. disgusting and so it's like anything can become disgusting those are uh aren't they like a a spiritual sign ladybugs not to me <laughs> but okay. yeah I would yeah say. fair one time and then we can stop talking about this but i uh i don't know if i told you this or on this podcast guys i'm so, i've probably repeated every story i've ever 100%. said in my I life mean, to you all 100%. i'm sorry between like how um, much we talk this podcast <laughs> like it's like nothing you guys know so everything about kids, me and like, i don't yeah. even know what you do know yeah ex- absolutely true um, one time in my apartment in Queens, I look over on my couch, sitting and, and truly sitting. Yeah. When I say sitting, I mean sitting I'm down. Sat. Yeah. I'm sat. <laughs> he was sat. <laughs> A mouse sitting no. on my couch. No. no. And I swear to God, Kelly, and I walk over and I'm like, why I was like, I, I, my eyes were not letting me believe. I was like, yeah. I could not believe it. Sitting, chilling on my couch. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And then I, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Did not move when I walked towards it. Just sitting, bent at the abdomen sitting. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. You don't believe me. He's bent at the abdomen mm-hmm. sitting. And then, uh. Ted was just like, yeah, he's just dying because he ate poison. So that's why he's not moving and he's sitting like that. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. It's not quite as wacky as I thought it was. Yeah. It's still very alarming to see, but uh, there is an explanation for it. Um, other than like, he's just re- very comfortable mm-hmm. in my home. That is crazy. Should I tell a completely insane story about my mom? uh yeah and then we can just end the show on that yeah yeah so we lived the house that i lived in from probably like fourth grade to like maybe like 10th or 11th grade was this house in rogers park in chicago and it was uh it we had a big backyard and it was right near and it's kind of related to this because it was right near a big uh like the L train in Chicago was right near a big station. Mm-hmm. So I think we had so many squirrels, like more squirrels than you've ever seen in your entire life. And, and I think because they would go to the train station for food and like doing their little squirrel business. Yeah. And they, and my mom, my mom enjoys gardening. Okay. And so, and this house it was like a true labor of love she like put so much time into trying to build out a garden and Mm -hmm. 
you know, whatever. It went from like nasty, barely any grass growing to like she, you know, put a lot of time yeah. and effort into it. Um, and these squirrels would come in. They were so mean. And they would literally come in and there would be like, like tulips or like her little perennials or whatever. And they would just go and just bite the flower, like the stem of the flower and it would fall off. So my mom, because she's a psycho, started mixing rat poison into peanut butter and leaving (laughs) just little like dollops of it in the backyard. And then we executed a squirrel genocide at that house. Holy shit. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Are you allowed to do that? Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. I mean, I assume you don't have any pets, so. We didn't have any pets. Yeah. Um, It's definitely, I mean, it was in our yard. It wasn't like we were like going around. This is why we shouldn't be composting. It wasn't vigilante justice, I'll say, but. (laughs) Um, it was definitely like insane. And then, yeah. And then we would have squirrels just like die in the yard because they were eating rat poison. Holy shit. Well, I'm obsessed with your mom. Southern women do not play. I mean, my mom is fully. That is so true. She was fully pumping fucking grasshoppers full of fucking BB gun lead in the backyard in her garden. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. We would get like a get a quarter for everyone we got it's like i know they are like it's honestly surprising my-, my mom didn't take a gun to the to the to the squirrels yeah i kind of thought that's where that was going but i think the poison peanut butter is maybe- <laughs> yeah it's it's really it's very disturbing but um she's, now I'm she's thinking- a fascinating woman aquarius yeah i can't wait i'm aquarius rising i think we would get along i do think you guys would really like each other is it a bad sign that i've fully fallen back into astrology like big time no i mean whatever okay <laughs> you know uh adorno might have something to say about it but he's a virgo so why listen to him oh my god um, well we can okay we can have this conversation off air yeah. um i don't think we have any new patrons i don't think so what should our patreon episode be but i think we should you know we used to do a lot of like a lot more conspiracy stuff oh like yeah I'm done, I'm done for so that so let's do something like that again because that's like fun we always like fun that. I'm reading my um, I'm reading The Devil's Chessboard right now which is oh yeah really good really good you know what I should do I should go look up my favorite Twitter our favorite Twitter guy oh my god and see what this he's guy, reading I can't believe this guy is not like a bigger part of the podcast lore because it's in our friendship he's huge <laughs> <laughs> he's just a complete maniac on Twitter that we both follow and he'll sometimes and I, interact with he interact yeah he he saw me tweet something about a union and then he was like Walter Ruther was executed <laughs> yes. I was like oh it's, it's like, like it's so weird he's obsessed with the CIA RFK JFK and how I mean like he, what he says a lot of the time is true but he's I mean to me yeah but no, he's no, of course. so fucking crazy he's and it's so insane and it's he like about. he yeah he'll just respond to like it'll literally be like. I don't know, like Jessica Chastain will tweet like, <laughs> like, you know, oh, I went out and walked the dogs this weekend. And he'll be like, what do you have to say about RFK 1968? But then he'll also do it to like us. Like he, I think he follows both of us or like whatever. And then he'll like, you'll just tweet like LMAO just seen a man reading the autobiography of Malcolm X on the L train or like whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, <laughs> when will the media tell the truth? <laughs> wow. 
the documents that have been leaked from it's like oh my god but but the best part and i'm like part of me just wants to make this shirt an foh shirt so i can have it mm-hmm. but he printed Classic. i don't know any other information because he did not say no, anything else about it i was like okay is not, there there's no red like, bubble no yeah no link to buy this shirt that he posted he said my new holiday t-shirt makes a great stocking <laughs> stuffer and it's a blue t-shirt <laughs> bright blue with yellow writing and this is what it says and it's a crazy like the words the way they're arranged it's like insane looking obviously all all caps it says cia replaced rfk w with gillibrand gillibrand uh semicolon told kids vote exclamation (laughs) cia replaced rfk with gillibrand told kids vote I want that shirt more than it's, anything. He does have a specific fixation on Kristen Gillibrand, <laughs> which is like, she definitely is an interesting figure in New York politics and definitely has like, obviously ties to the Clintons. And I don't know, like she, I, there, I, 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 there is a tenuous connection, <laughs> but it is very tenuous. I would say between <laughs> RFK, <laughs> Robert Kennedy. Also, his politics are completely i have no I have idea what this no guy and i don't want to know but i do want this t-shirt and i told kelly i was like if i contact this man about this shirt it will like alter the course <laughs> of my life yes. and it's a true sliding doors moment. it's something i don't be sliding doors i'll have a different fucking haircut <laughs> it's gonna be wake I up tomorrow hope. it's like nuts but uh anyways uh just let us know you know we want to do some kind of merch i'm not going to do a full print of that shirt because that's insane and only three people would ever wear that but um we have to do something we have to do something we'll make that for kelly and i what am i saying nobody else wants. yeah true i'll just go Um, buy some iron on letters and all yes wait yes do that okay great okay great um, and then, yeah, we want to do like, maybe like something with the sabotage with the claw. Yeah. We've been thinking about that. Maybe a patch. So we were thinking about a patch or a bumper sticker or something. I don't know. What do you all want? Do you want anything? Do you care anymore? I don't know. Is anyone listening? If you um, can. is anyone out there? Do you <laughs> use, I use, um, this, uh, coffee filter brand and it's one of those like fake, it's unbleached and it's called if you care, which I find really funny. Oh my God. I love that. I know. Yes. I know what you're talking about. You're like, yeah. uh, okay. Like, it's very like, back. <laughs> if you even care. Uh, okay. Use this if you give a if shit. You, if you care. Oh my God. Okay. Getting no, sassed. Um, um, anyway, this is a great episode. Well, great. This restaurant podcast really is going well today on brand on topic. Um, rats hate them. Exterminators love them. They are doing God's work. They are some of the best men we have protect them at all costs and we love you and elect them for president okay oh yeah definitely Bye. bye